What's up? It is Tracy Jackson, also known as the Spiritual Cheerleader, coming to you live with your weekly pep. Hello and welcome to episode 50 of Weekly Pep. This week's episode is entitled, Why Manifestation May Not Work for You. So first, right off the bat, I want to say that I don't not not believe in manifestation. I totally believe that manifestation happens. I believe a lot of us have manifestation happening um, because you know we're we're manifesting negative circumstances in our life. Um, a lot of us will say like, "Oh yeah, I believe that that was going to happen and it did," you know, or whatever, um, because we've been conditioned to believe the negative. The issue that we have um, with positive manifestations is that many of us um, don't believe those. We, we don't. Um, and a lot of times there is um, a number of reasons why manifestation doesn't work for us. For me personally, I struggled with manifestation. I took all the manifestation courses that I could and I you know did all of the steps I um, went through I you know tried to um, heal to get rid of to do all of the things but nothing um, nothing seemed to work and I was like am I defunct in my manifestation skills like what's happening like I don't understand Um, And my biggest manifestation hurdle has uh, been around money. Um, But I mean, really anything that was a positive manifestation, like I had struggled with. I struggled with, you know, um, trying to like manifest a new job or manifest, you know, a new relationship or man. Like I always felt like I was struggling in that area, like other people would be like, oh yeah, I got, you know, a hundred dollars this week, or I got $300 this week or, um, whatever. And I remember even, um, when I first started uh, saying stuff like, oh, I manifested $200 when in actuality, I just put some clothes up on, um, on, you know, like a eBay type site to sell. And I got $200 from selling the clothes you know, yeah, spirit might've, uh, told me to, to sell the clothes, but I don't know if I necessarily manifested anything with that. Like, I don't know if I really would call that manifestation, but you know, Hey, some people might, I don't know. Um, still the, the whole idea of like kind of having things occur out of thin air didn't really happen for me. And there were a couple of reasons for this. Um, And I want to share uh, those reasons and how I worked on them and how I'm still working on them on a day-to-day basis. And I may reference a couple of, um, you know, tools and resources that help me. And if I do reference them, I will be sure to put them on the resources page on my website so that you guys can um, access them. But Firstly, many of us are, have, have this huge struggle with manifesting because we haven't healed old wounds. Um, we haven't, uh, you know, done the work that's necessary on ourselves to be able to attract anything, um, anything 
other than what we normally get. And um, I, I'm kind of tangentially touching on law of attraction here because, again, I, I believed in, you know, law of attraction, like, to a great extent. Like, okay, if I just wish and visualize this thing and I, I put myself in vibrational alignment, it'll be mine. Um, but, but, again, like, I, did, I never got it. I never got it. I would be in joy about the thing. Like, yeah, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And um, like, I'd be waiting and I'd be like, okay, I've done this for a couple of days now. Like, what's happening? Nothing's happening. Um, and I would just, I would kind of give up on it. But I think uh, a lot of why I struggled with law of attraction and manifestation was healing old wounds. Um, for me, and you know, the analogy that, that came to mind when I, I thought of this was the idea of um, being, being empty to be filled. And the analogy that I thought about was a wound. Like if someone has been harmed in some way, typically, um, and there's a wound on their body, when they go to get that wound dressed, they make sure to clear out any tissue in there that may be dead, that may be dying, because basically new tissue can't grow from dead tissue. Um, you know, new, new growth can't happen if, if it's died and it's not been cleaned out. Like, we've got to clean that wound area and make sure that it's all good before we can, you know, allow it to grow. Now, obviously there are, you know, situations where something has died and then we've got new life that comes from it, you know? Um, and, and the, the context that I think of that is like people who burn fields, you know, um, in my my grandparents my on my uh, dad's side were farmers and they would they would burn the crop area um to kind of fertilize the soil that dead that deadness would fertilize the soil unfortunately that doesn't necessarily happen with our wounds on our bodies but in some sense we we have to you know allow that tissue to be removed so that we can have something else grow from it. Um, and that's what healing our old wounds is about. It's really about getting down to the root of the issues that we have within us. You know, for me, um, a, a lot of my, my story was around not being good enough, um, not necessarily being worthy enough and not, um, not having uh, to work for what it was that I was trying to gain for myself. Those were my big three core issues. Well, I can't just all of a sudden start putting on top of that, like, hey, I'm going to get $10,000 today, or hey, I'm going to just get a, a $100 today. Like, I got to work on healing me feeling not good enough, me feeling not worthy, and me feeling like I have to work hard for something. If I don't heal those issues, I'm not going to get anything um, because I haven't worked on them. So 
the first key is to heal the old wound, whatever that is. It's a, you know, it can be a limiting belief, like the beliefs that I just shared for you. Um, it could be, you know, something that happened in your past that, that you hold resentment for. Um, and for me, I had a lot of resentment about people using me, feeling like people used me for um, money and whatever. Well, if I resent people using me for my money, then subconsciously I might be telling myself, I don't want any more money because people just use me for it when I get it, right? So we've got to heal the wounds first off <laughs> before we can move forward um, in attracting things that we want. We've got to be empty. We've got to create that vacuum of space to where we can put new beliefs in and those new beliefs take seed so that they can actually grow. The, the next thing that um, I had to go through before I started seeing any type of manifestation was this identity shift. In my, like I said, the identity that I identified with was lawyer who felt like she had to work hard to achieve everything, right? So I had to go through an identity shift where I could now look at things flowing to me. Like believing that, um, you know, I don't have to work hard uh, to, to just earn a living. Like I can allow the money to flow through me. I can allow it to flow to me um, because I, I, I can get this money. Um, and it's not that I'm saying I'm lazy. It's just that I'm not like killing myself trying to make it happen. Because like, let's be real, um, many of us, when we're, you know, going to work and doing things, I, 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 me included, I would work and kill myself trying to get hours and get things. And I can't tell you how many times I would kill myself to do that and then you'd still not really get anything. Um, that happened at least two years in a row. Um, and one year I was told I, I basically was overpaid, like that I shouldn't have been paid that much. And it was, it was devastating to me, especially someone who, again, believed not good enough, not worthy enough, whatever. And it's like, you overpaid me? Like I killed myself this year. Okay. So the thing is, I had to break down those beliefs that said I had to kill myself in order to make a decent living. And, um, it was, through a lot of the healing work that I'm doing, but also um, really identifying with people who were um, able to to make a living and also just kind of being tired of having to like kill myself to try to make it happen. Because it was like, I, I, I don't have time for this. And I really, really don't have time for this. So, um, when you break down those beliefs that you have, you really open yourself up to allow yourself to shift. And identity shifts are not necessarily an easy thing and they're not something that happens overnight. Let me just tell you that. Um, I had to unpack a lot. I, I grieved for the identity that I lost because that was a part of me. As much as I did not want that identity anymore, it still was a part of me and I had to um, grieve it and, and 
those tears served as fertilizer to the soil. I let that identity die. I cried my tears that, that watered that soil that allowed the new me to grow from it, right? And so um, the identity shift, it can be really, <laughs> really scary. And I invite you to go back and listen to um, my my podcast that was on identity shift. It was called You Are Not Your Job um, because a lot of us do identify with our job and we have to break down those barriers to move forward. So um, the next the next issue um, that that can be a struggle or can prevent us from manifesting is the, the lack of trust. We have to build our trust muscles. Um, we don't usually just go from, you know, okay, I've never manifested anything in my life to, ooh, I'm manifesting so much stuff, right? Like that doesn't happen usually. And so a lot of us give up before we've manifested anything um, because we're like, it just doesn't work. It's not working for me. I know myself, like I was like, I, I'm not, this is not working for me. (laughs) So um, I didn't give up. I just kept looking for the thing that resonated. Right. Um, And it wasn't until I started reading the Tao Te Ching and um, I read Tosha Silver's book, It's Not Your Money, um, reading The Law of Divine Compensation to really start breaking down those belief systems that told me it had to be a certain way and to really see it as this universal pool of abundance and really start believing it. Um, And that's what what trust really is. Um, It's you know, it's very similar to faith in the sense of, you know, we have this belief in something that we have no evidence to um, support, right? Um, I trust, you know, for instance, that uh, my brother is going to show up for Christmas, right? Because he's all, he's shown up every other time. So I trust he'll be there this time. You know, um, I I have faith that he'll be there. I haven't gotten evidence that he's bought a ticket to come home for Christmas yet, right? But I trust he'll be there because he's been there every other time, right? I believe that from the past. With faith, many times we we don't have that belief anymore. <laughs> like we we haven't we don't have past belief that has told us like this is going to happen for us. We have nothing. We have no evidence at all, none. You know, um, but we have to make that choice. We can either believe that it's going to not happen or we can believe that it will happen. And the thing is, why not take the chance on that it will, right? But I have to build that trust muscle. Many of us don't have that trust muscle um, already intact. So I I did, I had a lot of um, trust and had kind of built my faith muscle around certain areas and certain um, ideas from just my upbringing, I, I grew up um, very religious. And so obviously that's a big tenet of the Christian religion is the idea of faith. So I, I had a lot of faith um, from just my religious upbringing, but I didn't have it in certain areas. I had it with certain things, but not with other things. And then even with those, those certain things, like now 
my faith is like, it's kind of like crazy off the charts because it's like, I feel it. I feel that it's going to happen. Um, I, I, I have more of an intuitive sense of something happening. So I trust my intuition and I trust that it will come forth the way it needs to come forth. Right. Um, but we have to build that. We have to build that, that trust muscle. And obviously if you'd like to like me to delve deeper into how, um, to kind of build your trust muscle, I think I did a podcast on how to trust yourself or, you know, kind of encouraging you to trust yourself. So go back and uh, take a listen to that. But obviously, if that doesn't satisfy you, let me know. I'm happy to uh, delve a little bit more deeply into that, into trust. Um, The final thing that I I really want to talk about, um, and I, I hopefully I can get to, um, I might be able to talk about one more area, but one area that I really feel needs discussion is this idea of divine timing. Because in our society today, we want everything yesterday. This, the universe is not McDonald's. It is not um, Instacart. It is not Uber Eats. It is not any of those things. It is not um, something that we punch a number into and get something and it just spits out. And a lot of us approach the universe in that way. Um, and with manifestation specifically, we, we approach the universe in this, you're going to give me what I want type thing, um, rather than sitting back and saying, universe, what is it that you think I most need in this situation? What is it that you think I most desire? Um, so segueing from the divine timing thing a little bit, we try to put our wants in above what the universe wants us to have for our highest good. And when we do that, we basically are telling the universe that we know better than the universe what's going to make us happy. And that's just not true. We don't know. The universe knows us infinitely more than we many times know ourselves because all we know is the past up till now the universe knows all our whole entire future too right it knows um the desires that we've had in our heart from a young age it it knows uh everything that would truly make us happy it knows the course that it wants to take to it take for us and so if we kind of hand over our um, hand over the reins, surrender them, um, we can get into this divine flow and alignment. And that was the other area I wanted to talk about. And that divine flow and alignment takes time. It, that's where the divine timing component comes in. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. Because we've got to do all these things. We've got to heal the wounds. We've got to shift our identity, right? We've got to learn how to trust before we can get into divine flow and alignment. And it's not your money really helped with this as well as the Tao Te Ching. The Tao Te Ching really speaks to the fact of not not efforting, not putting forth effort to try to make something happen, but really being... um, 
and, and allowing things to happen for you. And that doesn't mean that you sit there and you say, okay, I'm going to just sit on the couch and whatever happens, happens. And I'm not going to do anything today. No, that's not what that means. What it means is I take a back seat. I make a petition to the universe, to my higher power, whatever you want to call it. And I say, please guide me today to the things that are for my highest good, right? Um, please guide me. You know exactly what I desire. You know exactly what I would like. Obviously, I know that you know better. And so you might have in store for me something better than what I'm imagining for myself. So I'm going to hand over the reins to you, and I just need you to guide me into what to do. And you'll just start noticing certain things will happen. You'll start you know, getting like little hits that say, hey, do this, do that. Um, why don't you go here? Why don't you go that, go, go to this place? Why don't you sign up for this course? Why don't you go to that yoga class? Why don't you go to this grocery store instead of going to that other one that you normally go to? And certain things start happening. You start meeting people that are like-minded. You start um, engaging uh, and, and getting, you know, all these amazing opportunities because you were in the right place at the right time, right? Um, that's, that's the divine flow and alignment. It's not making it happen. It's not really manifestation because you're not, you're not putting anything out there. You're just saying, hey, guess what? Whatever you've got for me, I'm ready for. I'm, expe I'm expecting great things, whatever those great things are. I'm I'm excited. Let's have it. You're not saying I would really like a thousand dollars on Tuesday. That to me, that's how we treat manifestation. Manifestation is treated more like I want this thing on this date. This or something better. Um, <laughs> the universe isn't McDonald's. The universe isn't Uber Eats. Like we can't, we can't all do that. Some people seem to believe that that works and they they get things and it's great for them but for me that didn't work for me because I I needed to see things in a different way I I couldn't just make demands on the universe that just didn't it didn't feel right to me it felt like making demands on the universe and now I feel like I'm actually in relationship with the universe, except I'm giving the universe the priority and saying, I don't know what's good. You tell me what's good, right? Um, yeah, we're going to this great new restaurant, but I've never been. You have. You tell me what's good here. That's, that's all we're doing when we surrender and offer up um, our lives to the universe and offer up um, our expectations to the universe. Um, and that, that might be why manifestation doesn't work for you because you have to do it in this divine flow and alignment way. You have to, you, you want and you feel more resonant with making the universe your partner rather than making the universe your errand boy. And so if you, if you want to learn more about getting into the divine flow and alignment, sorry about that. If you want to make uh, more strides in that area, 
I would love to help you because like I said, I've gone through a lot to get there and it's taken me a long time to learn it. Um, but at the same time, it feels so much better. It feels so much more resonant. I feel uh, much more at ease, much more at peace um, because I allowed these things to happen for me rather than trying to make them happen. I've gotten a lot more opportunities right now. I, I just got, um, <laughs> got the honor of helping out at a retreat for um, an author that I love. Um, and it, literally, no cost to me, um, except all I had to do was book my travel. Um, I have gotten opportunities, free, free months uh, in forums, free events um, that I've been able to go to. I've gotten checks <laughs> from just being in the flow, checks that I didn't expect, checks that, um, you know, have been beneficial um, more than what I expected. So the thing is, the divine flow and alignment, it feels it feels much better to me than the manifesting did because the manifesting felt like work. And now I don't feel like I'm doing, doing work. I feel like I'm working in conjunction with the universe to bring to me and attract to me and allow to flow to me the things that the universe wants me to have. And that's a completely different, different thing. So I hope that that helps you guys this week. I hope um, that some of you might resonate with that whole idea of um, allowing things to flow rather than just trying to make it work through the traditional sense of manifestation um, or make it happen. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know if um, you've tried manifestation and you've been able to make it work, um, what you felt uh, made it work for you. And I'd also like to hear if you've tried the divine flow way uh, to see how that works for you. And I'd love to hear how the tips helped. And if you need more guidance, feel free to reach out to me um, and let me know. Hope you guys have a great week and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.